Um, better together is a great, it's a great statement, and it is a great concept. And um, as God, all of a sudden you'll realize as you get, just somehow get involved, even a little thing, you'll realize, wow, I never, I never knew that, that I could make that kind of a difference in helping somebody experience God in a better, deeper way, whether it is, again, setting up chairs. The thing behind me you're, you're looking at now, isn't it gorgeous? I mean, it's beautiful, it's stuff like that. We have a team of people, and, and, and they said, well, we'd like to help out. What can we do to help make the stage look, because look, it's a black wall back there. You know, what can we do? And I, and I, and I just said, ah, strings. Do something with strings. Look, look, look what they did. I mean, isn't that, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. And so your your talents, your skills, the you know the class you didn't you know going through high school Spanish, you didn't realize it had a place. Well, you know one of the things that we're doing now is we never realized that it being getting to reach out and more into the Latino community. Um, we just thought, well, we're going to reach the English speaking Latino community. Well, they have moms and dads that want to come now and experience what's going on uh, um, with their kids, and so we need actually translators, believe it or not, and so. Those of you that did well in high school Spanish, you're wondering, why in the world did I major in Spanish in college, you know? Here you go. So that we could, we could use you in translation. Also, the free sale. Um, um, those of you who were better together when the church family came together yesterday and, and made this place into the department store. Honestly, it, it looked like Macy's with whole departments here and there, and there were kids and, and toys and sporting goods and, and computer stuff. And... Um, Gave it away for free, just for free, you know. So, so um, you give and you give and you give. You gotta love a place like this. You, you really do, and I do, and I love you guys for all that you do. Well, today, this morning, we're going to spend a few minutes talking about a whole other kind of giving, and that is the whole idea of giving forgiveness um, to other people. Now, you look at that word forgiveness, and and and, and what I was doing is I was just thinking through. Oh man, you know, what's new about forgiveness that we haven't heard before? You know, um, how many of you would say uh, forgiveness is something that I know I should do? We all, we all know that. You know, it's like this is what forgiveness is all about. And we've talked about it before, and you're thinking, this is church, and I'm pretty sure that they are pro-forgiveness. <laughs> you know, whatever they are, I know that they're going to be pro-forgiveness on this one. And forgiveness is kind of a no-brainer. Of course, I'm, I'm supposed to forgive. So I'm thinking, well, okay, it's kind of, it's, it's, I think it's a key to spiritual growth. Um, I think it's one of the major keys. What can I share that we haven't heard or thought or felt before? There have been no real, you know, psychological breakthroughs or studies on forgiveness or anything like that in the last 10 years. And there have been actually no theological advancements in the whole concept of forgiveness. 2,000 years ago, the Bible said, bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And we're thinking, well, that's not new. You know, that's been around for a long time. So what's new? And, you know, God, what in the world is new about forgiveness? You know what's new? You and me. Because every so often we have to come and readdress the issue of forgiveness because you and me in our lives, we kind of build up this layer of maybe anger against somebody or unforgiveness against somebody or frustration about somebody, kind of like as dust collects on your dresser, you know, yours, not mine, we're clean, um, <laughs> as it kind of collects house, so can those kinds of issues begin to collect in us. What's new is our circumstances and the people that have, have hurt us. 
The hurt you experienced this past week is new to you, and the sting that you're still feeling right now, or the relationship that is cracking or fracturing right now, that person, it's now new. So forgiveness is one of those things that I have to keep coming back to again, again, and again. So that's what's new. And, and as we again look at forgiveness, apply it as if it were brand new to the new you in your circumstance and situation. And that's why it keeps coming up in the Bible, and that's why we're going to cover it. And let's take a second and pray, okay? Would you bow with me? So, Lord, thank you for now this morning and this time and what we're going to cover and your incredible grace to us. May that be the complete model for us, how we love and forgive each other. And thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we are in a series that we are, are calling Keys to Spiritual Growth. And, 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 you know, everyone I talk to says, yeah, I got a spiritual part of me. But we sometimes need to know how to develop that and how to grow that. And we can get sometimes stuck in certain areas. And so we're looking at what I would think are some of the major keys or the major parts or components to growing spiritually. And one of the basic things is, and we looked at this one the first week, and that would be surrender. I have to surrender my heart and my will and my life to God. And you think, okay, I've heard that before, but just think what, what you're giving up. You're giving up your whole self to God. I met with a woman this past week, and, and she'd heard it before, and she said, that means I've got to surrender everything to God. And that's tough. It's hard to be able to surrender your whole soul and will to God. But that's critical. And the next thing is acceptance. I have to accept that I'm a broken person. I have to accept the fact that I have broken parts within me, that I'm not all together. And then we talked about confession. I have to come out of hiding. I can't take my sins and just simply hold them and put them in a closet. I have to actually come out of hiding because when I come out of hiding, I find grace and forgiveness from God. And I actually find grace through the eyes of other people, and that helps me heal. Last week we talked about ownership, and that is I have to own my growth. I can't just simply say, okay, God, grow me. There are parts that I have to do in connecting with people, in understanding what the Bible says his word has to say. Well, today we're going to talk about forgiveness. Now, now, when I was a kid, we had a board game called Sorry. Any of you have that game called Sorry? You know what that game Sorry is? Yeah, and, and if, you, if you don't cheat, it takes about two hours to play, so... Um, <laughs> But, but, but if you remember the game, sorry, I think you spun a little thing around and, and, and you had a bunch of little pieces and you had to move them out of the home base and you, can, you have to move around the board. And if you landed on somebody else's little game piece, they had to go back and you'd always have to say what? Sorry. But were you sorry? Nah. You know, you weren't. You know, you want to send them back. You were happy. Well, sorry is, is not a game. It's very real in life and it has to be said and it has to be meant. And you need to know, and this is why it's so important, you need to know that if you goof up, there's another chance. You need to know that, and that gives you hope in life. And also, others in your life need to know that if they goof up, you'll give them another chance. You see how important sorry is, how forgiveness is? It gives us hope that we can have another chance. And God has tied, actually, spiritual growth intricately with this sorry thing and with this forgiveness thing. Now, 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 why do I need to forgive? And again, I know this is old territory for some of you, but let's just remember it. The first one's a no-brainer is because I'm forgiven. I have been forgiven, therefore I need to, I need to forgive. The Bible says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. And when I remember how much God has forgiven me, it caused me to want to be more forgiving to other people. 
Really, and, and the formula is, is, is not that hard to put together. It goes something like this. No one has ever done anything to me that I have not done to God. Only worse. No one has ever done anything to you that you haven't already done worse things to God. Not one person ever has. Now, now, this is hard to live out, but it's something that we have to always keep in mind. No matter how badly I hurt you or you've hurt me, I've hurt God worse. I have hurt God much worse than that. And if he's forgiven me, then I can forgive others. You see how that all pulls together? Now, it works the other way, too. And, and, and when we have to address this, if I don't feel forgiven, I'm going to have a tough time forgiving you. You know that? If I don't feel forgiven, I'm going to have a tough time forgiving you. And, 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 and if I'm the kind of person who has a hard time forgiving others, um, and if I have a hard time letting go of hurt, and, and if I have a hard time forgiving a grudge, there's the possibility that I really don't feel forgiven, okay? If you're having trouble with forgiveness, it might be because you've never really experienced forgiveness. Because, you know, here it goes. If, if I don't feel forgiven, I don't want you to feel forgiven. Heck, why should I let you off if I don't feel it myself? And if I don't feel grace, I am not going to be very gracious to you. And if I don't feel set free from things I've done wrong... I don't want you to be set free about the things that you have done that are wrong to me. You, you follow how that goes? If I'm not experiencing it from God, I don't want you to experience it as well. And that's oftentimes a big hindrance is because we don't have that freedom from God to be able to give it to other people. But as I realize that every moment of my day I'm living in God's love and in God's grace, and he's wiped the slate clean on me because of Christ, and all the things I deserve to be paid back for, um, it makes me want to be more forgiving. Second reason is because unforgiveness doesn't work, and you, you know that. I mean, if you, you you know if you're still stewing in that juice of bitterness and anger and unforgiveness, you know you know it does it doesn't work. It just kills you. You know, it's counterproductive, and it always hurts you more than anybody else. It really does. You think you're getting back at them. You know, by holding on to this, you know, these forgiveness and you hope these unforgiveness rays are just kind of going out at them and hurting them. And then the Bible says this, you're only hurting yourself with your anger. And you really are. We know that. It always hurts you more than it hurts the other person. And it always makes you miserable no matter how resentful or how bitter toward that person who hurts you. You always are. Resentment doesn't hurt the other people, it hurts you. Now, 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 sometimes we've gone through an experience maybe so traumatic and so difficult and so troubling that we begin to say, I'm not sure I could ever really forgive that person for what they've done. Because whenever you talk about forgiveness and whenever I start going through this, all of a sudden we go through, and, and it's normal for us to go through the pages of our life and the experiences of our life and begin to all of a sudden see those things that are highlighted, you know, that jump out at us. Those things that in our lives that have happened to us and have hurt us and that we really, really struggle with. And, and, and a lot of times it's because we really don't understand all there is to forgiveness. First of all, number one, realize this. It's not minimizing the pain. Forgiveness is not minimizing your pain. It's, it's not saying it's no big deal. It was a big deal. That's why it's still there. I mean, that's why it's still in your head because it was a big thing. It hurt. 
the story of, of Joseph in the Bible, you know, technicolor dream coat, he's that kind of a guy. And, and, and it's in the book of Genesis, it's the last section of Genesis, and it is a great story. And once you start reading it, you don't finish until the end of the book of Genesis. And it's one of those where, holy cow, I can't imagine somebody going through so much. And I always end up getting teary-eyed when, when this one happens. And so I'm at the end of Genesis, I'm, and I'm, and I'm kind of doing, doing this thing. Um, his brothers hated him. They hated him, and they wanted to kill him. And so they kind of trapped him, and they realized they could make money off of him if they sold him. Human trafficking, you know, one of the earliest examples of that. So they sold him. They ruined his life beyond belief, absolutely beyond belief. Everything was just torn out from, from him. Well, by God's help, and who knows how he did it, he forgave. Um, and, and, and he makes this statement to his brothers and says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of, of many lives. But notice the first part, he does not minimize what his brothers did. Nah, don't forget about it. No, I have experienced pain for the last 20 years. You intended to harm me. And so it's not minimizing what happened. And, and it's really important, and, and, and this is one we, we've got to kind of work through. There is a really a big difference between forgiveness of something done wrong and the acceptance of unintentional hurts, okay? There's some things that people have done that are just simply flat-out wrong, intended to hurt you. And there are sometimes things that just happen to you that's an unintentional hurt. And we need to distinguish between those two because a lot of times what we do is we take something that was an unintentional hurt and we get mad at a person as if they did something that was intentionally wrong to damage us. And so we now want a pound of flesh out of them for something that they didn't even know. It was an unconscious, stupid thing that they did to you. Wrongs are intentional. Wounds, on the other hand, come accidental. And you, you've got to accept the fact that people around you are, are human beings. And, and they make mistakes just like you're a human being. And you make a mistake. And sometimes people have hurt you without any intentionality at all. They, they didn't try to do that. It just, it just happened. And a, a lot of fights between people and a lot of fights between couples is because someone does something unintentional and it hurts the person. It was accidental. They didn't mean, they didn't mean to do it. But the other now demands an apology and repentance in you know, this huge process. And the other person is now blindsided to thinking, I didn't, I didn't mean to hurt you, you know? And now all of a sudden now there's an accusation and it is treated on the same level as if it were intentional, and it's not. And it can't be dealt with with the same. Except the fact that people are people, and they will sometimes goof up. Forgiveness means that this was a serious hurt. You intentionally meant to harm me. And so I'm going to forgive you. Do you hear the difference between the two? You know, you hear the difference between the two? And a lot of times, you know, couples will come in and someone will talk about this and this and this and the other person will say, I didn't even know I did that to you. I didn't know it hurt so much. Well, it did. And then the response is, you should have known it was going to hurt me. You know, it's like, oh, brother, you know, how do we deal with this one? If you've ever said that, you know, be careful. It's like, you should have known. Well, they didn't. 
And this is why, and we're going to look at this verse a little bit later, it's going to say, love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah, what a great verse that is. Love covers a multitude of sins. They're probably a good, well-intentioned person. They just did something dumb. Next, forgiveness is not the instant restoration of trust. Okay, you don't just all of a sudden restore trust as long as I forgive you. Because a lot of you are saying, well, if I forgive that person, now I've got to let them back into my life as deeply as they were before. That's not the way it works. It doesn't work that way. Trust is something that has to be earned. It has to be earned back. Forgiveness can be given freely, but trust, man, that has to be, has to be earned back. Forgiveness is instant. Trust takes, takes time. I was one time with a guy. We had to go over the hill and get his other car. We have to go over and get his other car is because he was caught having an affair with another woman the day before. And therefore, he had to kind of leave his car there and come back with his wife and all that kind of stuff. And so so he needed somebody to go pick up his other car. And so we're driving over there. And I said, let's stop. We got to talk about this one, man. And so we're having coffee. And he said, man, he said, I don't understand it. I don't understand. I said, I was sorry. Why doesn't she forgive me? You know, why doesn't she trust me? And I said, man, you, sh- you should be lucky you're alive, pal, you know? <laughs> and and, and the, the principle is you cannot talk your way out of something you behaved yourself into. Have you ever heard that before? You can't talk your way out of something you behaved. Your- if your behavior has moved you into this corner, don't just simply say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Now, trust me, trust me, trust me. They won't and they shouldn't. Trust has to be earned back. And I'm saying that to those of you that have been hurt by a person and you're saying, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get over this? Well, probably it's because trust has to be restored and be built back. You look at the story of Joseph. He keeps testing his brothers to make sure that he can actually now trust them with relationship. Don't let anybody pull this on you to say, well, I said I was sorry. Why can't you trust me? Trust has to be worked back, earned, earned back. And if somebody's hurt you over and over, the Bible does say you're obligated to forgive them. And you're obligated to start working towards the trust, but it won't automatic, automatically happen. Three things you need to do in order to experience the freedom of forgiveness. First of all, number one, give up your right to get even. You have to give up your right to get even. There's two different words that the, the Bible in the New Testament uses for forgiveness. Two different distinct ones. And, and, and one of the words actually means to release or to let go. Just kind of let it go. Release and let go. And what it means is you are giving up your right to hurt the other person back. Keep that in mind. I'm giving up the right now to hurt them back. And that's hard because a lot of times, believe it or not, as weird as we are, you know, we want to hold on to the wound. Why do we want to hold on to it? Because holding on to the wound actually gives us leverage in the relationship. Doesn't it? You think that? Think that one through. If I can be really mad at you, and as long as I've got something against you, I've got something now that I can hold over you. And that now gives me power. You see how we're trying to take control of the whole situation ourselves? I now have power over you. I have power to avoid you. Or I have power to not connect with you because you hurt me. Or I have power to hate you. I now have something over you. And, and I can slowly wait to get back at you. But when I forgive, I surrender that. And I've all of a sudden, I've lost leverage. I've lost power. So that's why the Bible says this. Never, never offend yourself. Leave that to God, for he has said that he will repay those who deserve it. You give up that right. You have to give that right up. 
I'm giving that right to hit, hurt you back emotionally. I'm giving the right back to, to, to hurt you spiritually, whatever, to withhold relationship. And this is, remember that little key tag you have that says sacrifice? Sacrifice? That's where it comes in. Yeah, you have to say, I'm done. I'm done with me on this whole one. And if you say, but that's unfair, that's unfair, you bet it's unfair. Because remember, the Bible says that we are to forgive each other just as God in Christ forgave us. God's forgiveness of you and me was entirely unfair. There's no fairness there. It's grace. It's all grace. Well, how often do I have to forgive? As often as the hurt memory comes back, just to let you know. Every time you start to get resentful again, you have to do it all over again. You know, you think, well, I've, I, I forgave him once. How many times? Every time it comes back, you're a human being. And as a human being, the emotions bubble back up again, or you get tired or weak, and it comes, here it comes again. Forgiveness is not, and I wish it was a one-time shot. It's not. I wish I could say you're forgiven. I never think about it again, but I can't, I can't do that. You can forgive a person and really mean it, and five minutes late, five seconds later, you feel the pain again, and you have to dwell over again. But God gives you the grace and the ability to do that. So Jesus taught this. Peter asked him, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me seven times? Peter thinks he's being real generous. No, Jesus replies, 70 times seven. Do the math. You know, it's 490. That means that I can do the same stupid thing to you every day between now and October 2nd of 2018. And Jesus says, I will give you the strength and the power and the ability to what? To forgive. Isn't that cool? Isn't that great? Um, Second thing, I I need to forgive before it's resolved. You can forgive in secret. You can forgive in secret, and you should. You need to. You need to forgive in secret. You need to forgive immediately, just boom. Let, let, let it go. Because my forgiveness, your forgiveness is not based on their response. It's not based on them. It's based on you. Forgiveness is based on, on you, who you are, not, not who they are, am. Not who, the, who, not who they are. Whether they ask for it or not, whether they accept it or not, whether they want it or not. I got into trouble last service, and I'll get into trouble again this time. Somebody told me that there's kind of, and, and I believe men and women are different. They just, they just are, Okay. And I believe some of the ways processing things, and if you were to ask me, I think women actually do it better than men, but that's um, only to make sure I, don't, I can get out of here alive by the end of the service. So. But, but, but there was a situation where um, um, I had to go apologize. I, you know, I hurt a person unintentionally, you know, and, 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 and so I went and I apologized. And I, and, and I was kind of saying, what, what's going on? I mean, she's still sticking mad at me. And I was told, well, you know, w- women, women have these connections and, you know, everything is connected, you know, and again, I think it's an ideal way to, to live life because everything is all connected to one another. And so you hurt me here, it's going to, you know, affect me here. We as guys have little boxes, compartments, and we'll talk about this another time. But, you know, this is my hurt box. If I hurt you, I'm just going to file it in this box and get it over with and cover it and, and I'm done or, you know, boxes and women are different. And, and somebody said to me, um, um, as far as forgiveness goes, she needs to know that you know how much she was hurt. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Women need to know that you know 
how much they were hurt. Now, it may not be true for every woman, you know, but I know it was true for this one, you know. So they need to know that you know how much they got hurt. And so they're going to dig and dig and dig until you really know the depth of the hurt that they went through. And I said, what? <laughs> you know, because that doesn't work in my head. It doesn't work that way for, for me. And that's the way it is. And if you're one of, of, the, of those, be careful. Forgiveness does not take two. Forgiveness is a solo sport, okay? You do it by yourself. You remember how much God has forgiven you, and you offer and you give that forgiveness to somebody else. And here's that verse again. Love each other deeply. Love covers a multitude of sins. It just covers. And that's really cool. Last one, respond to the hurt with grace. And that's the other word for forgiveness, by the way. The other word for forgiveness means give grace. Give grace. Um, Give grace to them. And how do you know you've fully released them? It's when you can understand them and you can pray for them. So Jesus says, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Listen to that. And pray for those who mistreat you. Boom, 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 boom. And there's no way you can do that on your own power. The only way you can do that is if you get Christ into your life. And that's why we say this becomes then the spiritual key to it all. Because once you then have that grace and you understand how much you've been forgiven by God, you you can respond in your heart this way. Terrible things have happened to me by people who meant to hurt me and caused hurt to me on purpose. But because I have been forgiven... The evil that was happening stops here. It stops now. And I can absorb it because God's given me the strength and the power to do that. I'm going to wind down right now what we've talked about forgiveness because I hope you understand how new forgiveness has to be every day for us because we'll pull it back. And maybe since the last time we talked about forgiveness, some things have come up. And I I wouldn't be fair to you if I didn't give an opportunity right now while it's fresh for you to process that. And I'm going to invite the worship team to come on up to set up behind me. And I'm going to invite you to bow your head with me right now, if you would, please. And as I was talking, if there's someone who came to mind or a whole bunch of people that came to mind because you're bitter and angry and frustrated at them, Forgiveness forgiveness is within you. God gives it to you. And the ability for you to do it, you understand forgiveness if you're a follower of Christ. You know exactly what it's all about. It's grace, even unasked for. And so give grace to that person. Let it go. Right now, forgive them in your heart. Right now. Give up the right to hurt them back. It's a done issue. It's settled. Make it over with. They don't have to know how, that you know how much they got hurt. You can let it go. You can forgive please do not walk out of this this room without having forgiven everybody. 
maybe for you, you're, you're realizing that you have never, ever received forgiveness from God. You think he's still ticked off at you and mad at you for what you've done. And that can be all taken care of right now. Because the Bible says that while you were a sinner, while you made mistakes, while you hurt God, he died for you. He died to pay the wrong of what you've done. Please accept that. Please say, I want that for me. I want this new thing. I want to be saved from my sin. God, thank you for what you do, how you forgive, and how you love. Let us give to other people this thing of forgiveness. Thank you for these people. I love them. They're great and do great things through us as we grow in you in Christ's name. Hey, thank you all for being part of today. Thank you for coming. Um, enjoy outside. Um, look at some of the stations that are there and just just get information. Ask questions. God, where could you use me to help make a difference on this co-site in people's lives? That's what it's really all about. Let's stand together. Um, if you would please. Again, it's Jaime's Tacos out there. They are awesome. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to finish with a final song. God bless. Have a great day.